If it's not dangerous, then eat that pure concentrated gluten, okay? Yeah, all right. Oh, you see that? His dick's flying off. Friendly fire! Boys, 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 we're back. What are we, episode four now? How are we doing? Happy 4th of July. Happy 4th. Oh, happy 4th of July. Do we do any fun things? I know, uh, Shower, you and I in Colorado, we're really not allowed to have any fun, but Diesel being out in Missouri, I don't think you're allowed to have anything that's not flying in the air and blowing up, correct? We could do whatever we want. So uh, we didn't actually shoot any fireworks off ourselves, but... The neighbors and the ranch up the way had a huge show for for all the neighbors and everyone and the kids, so that was pretty fun. Yeah, we have the the people who will go to Wyoming and get a bunch of legal stuff, and they'll go oh, off yeah. at night. But God, it just sucks. It sucks compared to what it was just shit a constant see. rumble at my house last night. Oh, people are shooting constant. them off right now. I hear them right outside the window. I think I heard That's that too. Great. Did you um? Shower, did you guys get poured on last night? Like, did you have to cancel early? Uh, we, yeah, we only got to play nine holes yesterday. I don't know if my house got poured on, but it poured mm. where we were golfing at. Speaking of golf, between the two of you, who golfed the most? Like, most holes golf? I probably win. Was it I, Diesel? Well, I'll have wait, my, just on what day or the whole I weekend? No, I played. Let's do Friday, Friday through okay, Sunday. Friday, I did 18. Because I played Thursday night, too. Well, Thursday don't count. He just said Friday. Well, we can throw Thursday in there. That's my consecutive days of golf played. I can do a lot of math. I can I can throw in last week and the weekend before, too. Maybe thir- Thursday. Okay, Thursday thir- through, well, Thursday you through yesterday. Go you're going to miss your... Because I don't remember you're what gonna I miss your, Oh, and Monday. You're Okay, so you're going to throw on Monday for him. Yep, because Monday and, I played 36. And yesterday, too, because yesterday was Tuesday. You probably because you played a couple thirty six. I played nine Thursday, eighteen Friday with you, Chief. Nine Saturday, eighteen Sunday, eighteen Monday, and nine yesterday. Ooh, I, I wanted. I think you win by nine. Of mask. I think you won by nine shower. Because I didn't play yesterday. Yep. Shower is obsessed with golf. I love it. It's been freaking absolutely scorching hot here though. Like our second round of uh, on Monday, I thought I was gonna have heat stroke. It was so miserable. It was one hundred and four degrees. At least lets you drink more. Oh, it sucks. Yeah, it was. It wasn't even yeah, fun drinking though at that time. You're getting all hot. Yeah, I guess that water. the beers aren't cold. I, mean, I tell you what, those uh, those shots that our buddy brought for golfing on Friday. That what was that? What were the mint? Shooters, he gave a shower. What oh, were those? Rumble mints. Yeah, oh, you, you boys don't love rumble mints. Ever created? Oh god, that oh, was a, that was I a college staple. Oh, I was, was I took it. And That's puked. the last shot we would take every time oh, going out in college because no. it's like mouthwash. You get pulled over. Oh. And you're good. That's what I yeah. said. That's what I said. I'm like, I literally it's just swallowed liquid Tic Tacs. Right 
It wasn't too bad. Oh, man. it's making me sick. Oh, terrible. You know, no, I hate rums. I didn't realize how much more fun golf is when you drink. Oh, you play better too. There's like a fine line. Golf could be a lot of fun. Oh, it's, uh, yeah, sometimes. Yeah, I will say. Sometimes you can just get fucked up and yeah. rip. Have golf you heard balls. the John Daly thing? It says if he was allowed to get drunk on the PJ Tour, he would kick everyone's ass. Every time he's scored, That's fair. you know, he's broken course records or anything, Both he's been barefoot and hammered. Just hammered. Oh, yeah. Hammered. Drinking a, bottles of What an interesting round that Miller would be. Lights. They should do that. They should that have would, a tournament. That's a dream. A tournament where you have to tee off at point, .08. Daily would kill everybody. That would... I and see. Oh, would you rather play golf? See, most people are going to answer this differently than me. But would you rather play with Tiger Woods or John Daly? John Daly, Daly, one hundred percent easy. John Daly, all day, all day, all day. Most people are going to say be Tiger way more fun. It's legendary, right? Daly, it's like he's going to be fucked up by the back nine, just ripping three hundred and fifty yard bombs and making eagles and stuff. Yeah, It'd be incredible. I mean, Tiger might be fun, but he might have an injury and have to leave you halfway through. Daly would have a hundred more. Who has stories. more stories? Daly so? has more. Oh yeah, hundred percent. Well, how He's long is has Daly? Well, first of all, is, is Daly married? Is Daly married though? Well, he's got a kid. I don't know if he's married or not, but he's got a kid that's a hell of a golfer too. He plays in Arkansas. Does he drink he just as much? Bombs. Oh, I'm sure he does. I think he's sponsored by Hooters. But for me, if he's been married for a long time, he's not gonna have as many stories as Woods. Like what what was Wood do we know? Like what was Woods kill count uh, okay, to Okay, that is true. Who knows? You'll never know. But he was—he had a lady that just brought women in for him to every tournament. So, like, on the PGA, you usually know someone or they hook you up with a house on the course or real close, big house. You hang out there, and he would just have women brought there. They would show up there, like, Wednesday night or whatever day he showed up, Tuesday. Would hang out there all weekend with him. And then he would go to the next spot, and they would kick the, they would bring in the next one, and she'd yep. be gone. So, John Daly has been married four times. He is currently married to Anna. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, did you see what did you see what Tiger did to his girlfriend like a, a month or two ago? He was like, "Oh, so this is great." He he uh, he um, sends a car or whatever to the house and says, "Hey, we're meet me at the airport. We're going on a oh, trip. Yeah, I, I did Pack hear this. your yep. stuff. This is, meet me this at the airport." Good. I heard this. She shows up to the airport and they're like, "You're gone." See, uh, he's breaking up with you. You're not allowed back at the house. And then she tried to sue him for all the shit and stuff. And what, what a, a move. legend! See, that's what I'm saying. I, I, I'm not saying Tiger beats Daly. I'm just saying I think it's a lot closer of a decision than you think. Nah. You look I at Daly and you're like more debaucherous. And more yeah, you look at Daly and you're like, Tiger. you would think this guy would have every store imaginable. He's but if you do look at the things, yeah, I mean, if you do look at what Tiger's been involved in, you know, I mean, you never know. The dude could well, be he, wild, and he, he looks his, like a beauty. He rolled his car because he was so high on painkillers, and they almost lost his legs. I heard about that. Yeah, that was that was suck. Well, so with golf, like. That's something I wanted to talk about today because, like you said, Diesel, I golfed with you on Friday. And what I will give myself credit for is I was pretty damn good off the tee box. That's good. You were ripping driver. No, you were ripping I was, driver. On I was doing really good off the tee box. You didn't even want to hit it. You didn't the, want yeah, to hit it. Yeah, I get – usually with my driver, I'm slicing heavy. 
And um, it's like if, if for a course like that, you saw how tall those grass were. Like if you go that left, was, right, you're kind of losing your ball. That course was meanish. Yeah. Not my favorite so, course, I'll tell you that. What, it, you don't realize how incredibly unforgiving golf is until you're trying to make like a five-foot chip and you either hit it 50 <laughs> feet over the or pin or, or just hardly <laughs> move it. You know, it's like the short game killed me. Like I could have been on the green in two strokes and then I would putt four times. Yeah. And, then that- and it was just one of those things where it's like, oh, I got so much to work on with that game. And I just like, I never, I never remember how much truly goes into golf. Like how much you truly and then have you to fix know. one thing and then something else goes wrong. Like I've been the same thing. I was, I've been great with the driver and then my approaches have been, you know, pretty average, but my chipping game and putting has been great. So like chipping still remains very good. My driving was subpar this past weekend, but then my approach shots were very good. So like, I just can't put it all together all the times, but I chipped in once this weekend and chipped in or chipped and hit the stick and I didn't go in. So I chipping just stays has been very good after a good recommendation of some new wedges from shower, actually. Don't shower. Sure. Yeah. Shower was, uh, I did he was putt. He was putting really well Friday. Yeah. My putt, I hit the I'm driver horrible. pretty good, but the driver yeah, still ate me alive on that course. It was too short. I still did. That was my worst round of the whole weekend was Friday. Oh, and I thought you played well. Shot. In my standards, anyway. I, I, played, think I, shot like I, played, I played good. I played good, but then like on Sunday, I turned around and shot 72. Yeah, it I think I shot like, a 102. Shit. Yeah, see, you need to break 100, good. and then you'll start breaking 90s, and you want to stay there, and then you'll hit a plateau for a while, and that's then you'll the whole goal. get below that. Sure, that's the whole goal. I, I yeah, was, I, I was good, and then I had a blow up 18. So actually, I blow up nine. Mm. So I was all all weekend shooting high 70s, low 80s, and then mm. second one just got super hot. Oh, front nine just tore me apart. On the back nine, I came back, but just couldn't couldn't do anything on the front. It was just so bad. Shot at eighty eight. I shot that in a long time. Now we all played. We all played different sports growing up. Same sports. We all played. Well, yep. Diesel Chief. We played hockey. Shower. You were a big baseball guy. So now that that's over, and you guys shift more so, your guys' focus is more so golf. Do you guys carry over 100%. the same sort of, same sort of like pregame traditions by any means? Like, do you have superstitions? Do you have to have like a certain amount of beers before you tee off, or a certain type of beer? Do you have any of those superstitions? Do you bring any of those over or no? Oh, I I always try to rip a beer or two before I tee off. I don't like to drink. Uh, truthfully, I don't. Well, yeah, especially like in a money tournament. Like if you're going to go out and you got some, it's Sunday and you're in the money, you're teeing off with guys that you're playing against and you're in like the top five or six maybe and you got a chance, that's, a, you know, there's a little more meaning to everything you do. And so it's just nice to kind of relax the nerves and go out there and get in, get to the state of mind that you're usually in too when you're golfing. Like, do you I think, think that eats people up. Do you think if it wasn't frowned upon or if it was allowed when you were playing baseball and you could have a beer or two before, do you think you would have played better? Uh, no, I don't know. I think it was different back then, right? I wasn't a mid thirties dude. Degenerate, a decent even though we were all the time. Yeah, yeah. Back I was, then, I was I, just a pure fucking athlete. Just actually, you know, I got a baseball story. I'll tell you about getting drunk as shit. 
So I was a sophomore and it was fall ball. So it wasn't springs. It wasn't like the big season, but fall ball, sophomore, going to throw a game for varsity. And I go out with my dad and some of the guys we used to sponsor people, like college kids to come and they could hang out at the house. We go out to Hooters. I'm with a couple other buddies, my dad and these guys, and they're like, hey, we got to go out later. So you guys got to help us drink beer. So we were kind of sipping beers and drinking beers the whole night with these guys. And we go home and I wake up at four in the morning and I'm just puking everywhere, dying. My dad thinks I got the flu because for whatever reason, he didn't see us drinking the beer. Like, I'm fine. I'm going to go play. I throw the game. I throw like a three or four hitter against these guys. I was just on. I puked behind the mound a couple times, but just was just dialed in, died after the game. Team pictures. I'm just green as shit, just in the team pictures, staring at it. But I just was on fire on the mound. It was was sophomore in high school, fall ball. So I I think you just answered my question. You would have been a way better baseball player. You just got drunk more often. Actually, you never knew if you were that good all the time. I don't know. Or you just had to bear down that time, you thought. I mean, I. Not get in trouble. Couple of the buddies back in the day would do it, but I was so I just wanted to win so bad. I was just like fully committed to going. What out time was first pitch? Like we had a that morning was probably nine or so in the morning. Oh, fuck! I bet you were feeling. Oh, that. I was dying. I was puking everywhere. I was probably still drunk, but you know, did people like think a it was like nervous pukes out there? No, not nervous. Just they thought my dad thought it was like the flu for a while until I told him, no, the boys got us fucked up that night. It was great. And I like the older guys we were with, one of them still, I still talk to him to this day. He's such a great guy. They just fed us beers all night at Hooters and we just crossed wings. And well, Chief, you know, when we played AAA, went up, lit it up. I don't think we ever got like hammered for games, but there was a lot of times like, we would get hammered the night before and hung over, but that was for practices or games that didn't really matter. Done that a lot. College, uh, I did drink a lot before games uh, or the night before, and we'd go and just stomp people, but it's a little bit different. But, yeah, I don't know. I think it's it's completely different. Golf and then, you know, when you're doing a physical sport where you're, you know, running up and down the rink, you know, hitting guys and everything, it's a little bit different rather than just driving the cart and, smashing balls i agree i don't know if uh at what that what's that line like if you're in a competition shower of like you don't want to be too drunk but you want to have that edge off a little bit but you are in the competing where you're actually well, in that tournament. if i'm playing in a tournament it's got to be a consistent flow but not heavy amounts okay so like I mean, it could be eight beers, six beers, 12 beers. I've done it all. It's some days, like, my dad will even say in a tournament, like, some days all he has to do is just keep feeding me beer, and I just am dialed in and ripping fucking shots. Half the time, I don't even remember it. It's just like, oh, shit, I shot 76. Wow, that's kind of cool. Yeah, just I'm just eagle so curious hunting, because... Birdies, eagles. Oh, good for you, man. Yeah, you had some birdie juice on Friday. Oh, so I missed a couple juice. eagles. Oh, yeah. yeah. But you golfed well. Um, yeah, because that's just one of those things where I think about where, you know, playing a sport, how much of it is just all in your brain to where you actually affects the 
whether it's the confidence or just the decision making or Golf's whatever. 100% mental. Golf is 100% in your mind. Yes, you right. got to be able to hit the shots. But how much of that carries over to yes, other Yes, you got to be able to swing the club. It's everything. That's a, that's right. why that's why I love golf. Number one is because of the competition. I love to go and compete. But it was, yeah, baseball, hockey. Those sports teach you so much on the mental side that help you succeed further on. Right. Just yeah, and that's, it's wild. But yeah, it's all mental. And that's why I wonder, like, if you could allow athletes before games to have a beer or take, like, a shot of vodka or something. And who knows? Maybe some do. Maybe we don't know about it. Like, oh, you know you there's know. some fucking Russians. Oh, you know there's some Russians nowadays, in the NHL that are fucking ripping, taking a swig happens. or something before a game. Yeah. Marshawn Lynch, Marshawn yeah. <laughs> Lynch is admitted to drinking Hennessy before games. Who, like, who you was know the, that uh, shit happened. It used to happen oh, in was baseball it Cop- all the Copa time. Copasenko or something? Who was the goalie on the Flames that would smoke a dart in between periods? <laughs> well, that's not even that bad. Babe Ruth used to smoke cigars, eat hot dogs, and drink beers, and pitch whole games and hit dingers. Yep. And what's his name? The great like it, one. Gretzky? The Going great to McDonald's one. every day. It's like, Diet Coke. Yeah. The he, best he, got, he drank Diet Coke in between every period. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know who and else loves with Diet all Coke? Donald Trump. Sport. Yeah, see, it's just one of those things where it's just like, I'm not, I'm not, I know Diet Coke, especially, I know that shit's not good for you. I know there's plenty of things in there that are like used in like cleaners and shit. But I am saying like, if a player or anybody athlete can take anything that's legal, just to take the edge off or to relax them a bit to where they know they'll perform better, because it's not enough to affect their like physical performance, but it's enough to you know, help the mental performance. I don't know. I was just thinking about that because we were doing archery and while you guys were all on the course, I was at an archery course slash range. This place is sick, man. It's got three different courses, like actual walking, like 12 hole courses. And then it has a range that goes all the way from 10 to a hundred yards. And, um, Awesome. You know, we're there in the morning and I'm sitting there thinking about like, there's no way you could ever do archery with a buzz, obviously. And you would never want to using a fucking weapon, but thinking about it because archery is such an unforgiving, it's yeah. just such an unforgiving thing to where if you're, you're, you know, your breath is off or you punch a trigger a little too much, or you're not fully stable, your position, whatever it is. If you make one mistake, like that arrow will show you, like there's no, there's no like do over. And it, it occurred to me golfing on Friday. It's the same fucking thing with golf. It's like, you could know that you golf hit a chip. Thing. Yeah. You know, you could hit a chipping wedge 150 yards, but when you're 150 yards out on the golf course, it feels like you either hit it 50 yards further or 50 yards shorter, or it's never the same because you you're so in your brain about trying to hit well, it exactly about the, on the bunker or where the right. greens at or and see that's where you got it. that's where i or at least me you just got to clear your head so you got to pick a shot and you figure out your distance you pick your club you pick your shot and you just go up and you got to be confident and you got to hit it most of the time you hit yeah. it sometimes you fuck it up and then it's how well do you recover from a bad shot too that's where your handicap goes down is you're going to fuck up. So you just got to figure out how to. It's always the next shot. Who cares of this shot? What's good? What do you do the next shot? Oh, it's in that. What do you do? Next shot. Doesn't next matter. Shot. Next yep. shot. Think about it. Okay. I'm going to hit this next shot. Good. Now don't fuck it. Everyone's like, Oh, I hit a bad shot. Throw club. Fucking pissed. Yeah. Okay. Be mad for that second. 
but who cares? Go hit it again. Make the next shot. Hey, I can save bogey here. Okay, great. That's the mental side. What do you think it is about golf? Like breaking clubs and shit. That's all mental. Yeah. What do you think it is about golf that just attracts everybody to it? Like, look at the amount of time. A lot of things. Look about the amount of time and just everything in general you invest into that sport. Like going to the driving range, being up at being up at early hours, staying on the course in you know hundred plus degree weather. What is it about golf that just drives you to be so passionate about where you're put people, invest the that many people I play hours? with in the competition, the people in the competition. Okay, now what about what the I actual like. sport itself, like the actual physical the act of a club? Sport itself. Well, I mean, like you know. Uh, uh, I think if most people want to hit big driver, right? Like big driver is pretty fun. But my favorite thing in golf that keeps you coming back is dunking big putts. I want to hit really? like a 50-foot oh. putt. Oh, yeah. Mine's landing a chip like on the a, green. Oh, or chipping in. I like, like, hear, I like nice. hearing that Throwing thud on in. the green. I like hearing the ball drop in the center of the hole when you hit the perfect putt and you just roll it right up there and it just dunks right in. It's the best. Yeah. I think it's just as simple as I think men, well, I shouldn't say men, people who are athletic and love sports. I think they are attracted to things that are difficult that not anybody could just walk off the streets and do like you could technically, you could technically go to a park with a football and most people can throw a football. Most people can catch a football. Yeah. You know, baseball, you can throw a baseball. Everybody can catch a baseball. Yeah, I understand there's some crazy catches and people can hit the ball very far. But as far as catching, I think there's people that admire those things. But I think what drives people to love golf so much and everything is you can't just show up one day with never golfing and go to a freaking 18 and play an 18. Like you, there's so much things that go into it even before you tee up for the very first time on a part three. Oh, course. it's so hard. It's the same thing with archery. Oh, yeah. Like you wouldn't just be able to oh, show yeah. up to an archery range and go on a course and know your yardages and know how your arrow is going to fly and what your form's like and all that. Stuff. Like you wouldn't just be able to show up. Like you have to do all that stuff much more in advance. I mean, you look at guys like Cam Haynes, who, again, idol in the bow world. That guy is shooting every single day of the year just to, for a couple shots he'll take in September on a bull elk. And I think that's cool that it, that golf kind of translates that same way to where you play over and over and over and over again just to get better at one simple thing. And then it moves on to that next thing that you're not good at. Next thing to where like it makes you admire the people in the PGA even more because it's like these guys can do all the same things you can do, but they've mastered every single one of those clubs. Well, that's what they say. So that's like how it all works. So to reduce your handicap, it gets to the point where it's on the margins. It's one putt. It's one drive. It's one chip. Because to shoot par under par, you got to be, you have to make every shot. And then it comes down to that one or two shots and they have to, it has to be perfect almost every time. And that that's where those guys are just ridiculous, especially the guys that win the majors that can do it in that pressure in that kind of conditions consistently is ridiculous. Yeah, I think that's so what Tiger Woods will go down as an idol. Yeah. Oh, it's great. one of the he is the goat. Tiger Woods is yeah. the goat. No but debate they, about the, it. The, the I would say, and this could be arguable, but I would say that Tiger in today's age of golf wouldn't have won as much as he did. 
if, if he was playing against Scotty Scheffler and Dustin Johnson and uh, Spieth and Thomas and Rom and all the guys, Cam Smith, Xander Shoffley, Kal Marikawa, all those guys, what Victor Hovland? It would it, maybe he would maybe he would be that good because he was ice cold. Michael Jordan of golf, but maybe uh, maybe his son will different. come in. His son will come in and and Kids that'll be a testament to, to how be so good. Yeah, I've I've seen some clips. It's incredible. The kid's it's cool, already man. like the I, kid, he, He's playing the tips already. He's playing the he. I was listening to Tiger talk about it. The kid doesn't play from the Tiger tees. He plays from the, the black or the farthest back though. And then some courses him, have dude. Tiger tees that are set up even deeper for Tiger. I wonder how old he is. Yeah, I've seen some uh, clips, man. He's really good. But yeah, it's just one of those things that it's it's cool to watch people do something of perfection that you work so incredibly hard to do. And then you watch someone go out there and do it and master all these things that you're just like, God, man, I can't even get close to a chip like that or a drive like that or whatever. That's what I just love cool to see. Charlie is yeah, 14. Because then I'll watch oh, guys. It's great. Charlie. Charlie 14. Woods is 14. He'll be. I bet he's playing close to eighteen. Between eighteen and twenty, he's probably got his card, and he's probably going to be just competing with the best of them. Mm. The kid's already ice cold. Yeah, it's going to be crazy to watch. It'll be fun to watch. Um, I want to do a new thing today, where we do some hunt news because I know we all big outdoorsmen. We all like talking hunting. We all talk about our tags we get every year and. Basically, what type of animal diesel is going to kill? Because Shower and I really haven't got uh, much on our track record yet for big game. But hopefully that'll change in the coming years. But let's start with some local news here. First, Colorado. A Colorado man attacked by a cow moose. And this happened up in the Coal Creek Canyon area. And the story is, is that a man was walking his dog off leash when they came across a moose and her calf along the creek. You know, I have to stop and say right there, ask, are dogs always have to be on leashes in Colorado, right? Unless they're in an actual designated park that says off leash park. Don't get in that argument. I mean, I have to, but that's such bullshit. Yeah, I'm not going to argue that. I'm in the woods. I'm all there. I put the dog. I'm not saying I'm just Yeah, in the woods, collar. Yeah. Just yeah, I'm not saying you can't have your dog off leash. I'm fine with dogs being off leash. Yeah, I'm fine with dogs off leash. I don't care about that. I'm just asking as a question, is him having a dog off leash breaking the law? Probably. But yes. Well, it depends on where he's at. I, there's some places that are off leash. You're allowed to have your dogs off leash. Like up around Fort Collins and Boulder and places, you can do it. Up in right. the actual foothills. Because the main reason I was asking is because I'm curious if a guy like this could ever get you. Because you know how like sometimes in Yellowstone, they'll find, like we talked about before, they'll go find the person who like harassed a bison or wildlife or something. They'll actually like put criminal charges on him, even if they got like tossed by a, a bull. Have you seen, you've seen stuff like that? Yeah. He might get slapped. With I almost ticket. wonder it, if a guy, he could, yeah. I almost wonder like if this guy, not only be, it sounds like he became like an inch from his life. And, and the only reason that sounds like he got away from it was because he had a, a, a pistol that he was able to shoot off a couple times into the ground to scare it away. So I do believe if he didn't have that pistol, he'd probably be dead. Probably. And I'm curious with that with that yeah, being maybe. the case, if uh 
I don't know. I just what happened that would to the dog? Insult the injury. It doesn't say anything. I, I think the dog's fine. Um, it just sounds like the moose followed the dog back. And Mama Mooses, Mama Mises, whatever. They are very, oh, yeah, very protective. Oh, That's yeah. scary. And they're the size of a mini car. Do you guys are you guys armed every time you're in the woods? No matter what. Uh, Usually, yep. Yep, pretty yeah, much. It just depends. Um, I like I try to be. Sometimes not though. It just depends. Like if you even go on a hike, like say you're not even hunting, you're just going on a hike. Not in like, not in like the city or anything, but if I go up into the foothills or out into the mountains and like to the national forest and stuff, hell yeah, I take a, even if it's a conceal, even if I conceal it. Is Colorado open carry? You can open carry here, but it's funny people, you get mean looks all the time. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah. So it's just easier just to conceal it. No, I, yeah, I know. Absolutely. I was just curious. Like if you were to go on a hike and you had an open carry, like you technically oh. wouldn't be. Oh, sure. Because no one looks at yep. you for an oh, open yeah. carry for hunting. If you got your right here in your holster, like no, no. one says if a you thing got a you. pistol. Right. Yeah. That's what I usually take out is I just throw the binos on with the. And no one cares. Like when you're out there, if you have a gun on your hip or anything, like right. no one cares. It's like when you walk around the city or whatever, which technically where I live, you should probably carry more when you're in the city than you're in the woods. <laughs> so out out in Missouri is, is a little bit different than Colorado. I don't have a lot of shit that's gonna, you know, take me on or anything or gonna want to be aggressive. Could be a rabid coon, something like that. But I have the dogs with me. They pretty much cover whatever I need to be. I mean, the bears are down south. We got nothing more. But I hundred percent have a, we'll just say, multiple firearms in the car at all times, and I most likely have a gun on me most of the time. The only thing I'm scared of really in Colorado is a mountain lion. See, I'm more yeah, scared of a, a moose than a mountain lion. I'd be over a moose or a mountain lion, A too. moose, maybe, if you get real close to a moose. But sometimes you just yeah, you stumble I've on get, I, a couple I've been, Yeah, you stumble I've on stumbled onto moose, a couple moose. Yeah, you'll find them in creek beds yeah. and stuff. That, oh, so yeah. me and a buddy actually were in Canada that uh, we got real close to a moose in the, the middle of a river while we were kayaking and stuff, and Yep, right there, and we just passed them very close. The thing just stared at us, but you never know. Like it could have just charged too, but it was definitely oh, yeah. you know male moose, so he was fine. Nothing around at that point to be protective. Anything else, a little bit different, but yeah, no. I mean, you you know, with a, a cougar and anything else, it, you're not gonna see it. It's watching you the whole time. Nope. So they're gonna stalk you, and they're gonna get you at the perfect time. But that in call that's in Colorado. Well, like they, go north, but they still grizzly don't. bears probably uh, the yeah, scariest. Grizzly be way more because yeah, they're way more aggressive than anything else. A mountain lion ain't gonna come after you just cause. I mean, there's stories like that. It's far and few between. I mean, you're probably more likely to win the lottery than getting eaten by a mountain oh, lion yeah. and stuff. Just walk walking, especially if you're making noise and everything else, and making yourself known and stuff. Would you be more scared of a mountain lion or a pack of wolves? Mm, good question. Ooh. Something to think about. I think Shouldn't I would take. Have to be scared of I wolves. would take the mountain lion because it's a single yeah, mountain lion over the pack of wolves. One over a pack of wolves. Yeah, you're going to get 10 of them coming at you and your dog's gone real quick. Yeah. Or, the, or the dog that joins them, good. turns on you. Yeah, <laughs> turns on you. It's like this is the plan. The, the whole dog's time. like, "Oh yeah, uh, this was my family." That's what you get for cutting my nuts off, you bitch. Um, <laughs> keep it in Colorado. 
scum of the earth strike again. Um, this time Park County, Colorado, where a beheaded bull was dumped. The carpet, the carcass was dumped along Pike National Forest Road 146, where it sounds like the majority Where's... of the meat was still there, including the back straps. Are it's just uh, it's west of the springs. I was gonna say because yeah, in Summit County, that's kind of it was got to be up by South Park somewhere, right? A high power rifle was used, and only the back straps and one antler was removed. The rest of the carcass was left to rot. So, if anyone has any information on that, they're offering you a thousand dollar reward. I have to say, man, like I know we've talked about this before. I know we literally just talked about this on the last episode, but like. I just cannot believe there are people out there who shoot an animal of that magnitude. Worst. Take just back straps and an antler, a single if antler. You're gonna not, do it. If both. you're going to do it, you might as well take all of it, but you should never do that. That's the worst thing ever. Yeah. Just like, leave I mean, it. If you were to find out of a, of a guy in Virginia who's like in pov- like impoverished area and like he just literally is killing a deer to feed his family. Way yeah. more sympathetic to that, obviously. But if the whole yeah. deer goes to use and is being cooked, you know, at least it didn't, you know, die in vain in a sense. Because, like, what sickens me is you just kill this animal, and by the time someone finds it, the meat is all completely spoiled. To where it's just like, like, there's not too many things you could do that I think are more scum of the earth than that. Nope, it's pretty much at the top of the list. Uh, sickens me. Um, and last thing that I have, and then Deesa, I don't know if you have anything or we want to move on, but last thing I have is an Arizona man was attacked by a black bear while sitting outside of a cabin building site, drinking coffee, where he has been building a cabin for the past few months. It sounds like must make some good coffee. Who wanted some? Say, do you guys hear about two <laughs> black bear attacks? Yeah, no, uh, you hear a lot of brown bear, which is obviously grizzly, so you don't hear a lot of brown bear, bears. hell yeah. Yeah, so, I mean, usually with the black bears, it's, again, kind of like the the moose story where you stumble upon it, it has, you know, some sows with it and everything else, but um, just coming on. But you see a lot of those videos where, you know, the, the bears come on your porch or whatever, and then, you know, did the guy fuck with it or not, or, you know, who knows, but, you know, could be disease, you know, rabid. Somehow starving. Um, I mean, yeah, it's it's definitely not as common as you hear grizzlies or anything else, but pretty wild nonetheless. God, what a horrible way that would be to go. They're gonna do a. They're basically gonna do an autopsy on this animal, and through that, they are going to. I would assume see if it was like a rabies, like rabies driven bear. Conspiracy theory. Shower. The government is making animals go absolutely crazy with was that uh chronic waste disease cwd that's well, eventually yeah, that going to turn and kill fort humans collins right i mean that yeah. got out of fort collins right it was a good well, i can't remember 10 20 years ago could be could yeah be. that's part what of the plan the... they're going to kill everything else and you're going to eat bugs and you're going well, that's to part of conspiracy it. theory too long time ago yeah, that yeah. cwd is actually the zombie disease <laughs> as well could be what about the mosquitoes in yeah, Florida? And Texas? Yeah, and Texas. let's talk about that. Bill Gates mosquitoes. Now it's got malaria. And now, you know, these the first oh, case oh, of malaria. Since when, when those mosquitoes are in Missouri, 
20 years ago. I had a green ago. looking weird motherfucker land on me yesterday. No he was way. a bionic mosquito. Uh-oh. 100% no they're way. now. No, no. way. <laughs> I've gotten eat. I've gotten bit by more fucking mosquitoes this year than I have oh, in the I'm last. Not very many years. mosquitoes this year for me, but ticks. There are so many ticks this year. Wild, and I hate ticks. Even like when you're golfing, oh, golfing and I, stuff. The other day, I had three ticks on me just golfing. Not even walking through like the huge rough, just normal right there. I woke up the other night, had a tick on my chest again, like uh, all the time. How what do you do? Burn it out? No, I just would go there, grab tweezers, rip them off, flush them down the toilet. I hope you don't get Lyme <laughs> That's disease, what man. you're not supposed to do. Yeah. All right. No, I, all the heads come out and everything else. Have you heard the conspiracy? Have you heard about the ticks that can, that can bite you? And in- no, but here's shower thoughts. I, Let's I think go. It's the Lone Star ticks. Into shower well, thoughts. so there's ticks that... And you're allergic to... Yeah, the Lone yeah, Star ticks. That they bite that. you. Yep. Red meat. You can't eat yeah. red meat anymore. Like, you have severe allergic yeah. reactions. That's a real thing. You just physically can't eat yeah. red meat. Anymore. Oh, 110% yeah. real. And that's an old, old disease, but now it's like I just being more it, prominent, which is weird. It's like it, ha- it used to be a... I just think it's crazy that Bill Gates got to release fucking mosquitoes two years ago. GMO mosquitoes in Florida and Texas. He has a vaccine already for it. It was a company funded by the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation and he got to release all these GMO mosquitoes and now surprisingly two years later all these new diseases and shit that haven't been here in decades start popping up again. So what, what exactly are these mosquitoes? They're like lab-grown, like legit, alive mosquitoes? I, uh, yeah, and then they released them out, and they were supposed to reduce the malaria and kill all the diseases spread by mosquitoes is what the they were claiming. Well, I'm not all that smart lack with this stuff, so but that doesn't make sense to me. I mean, how would they, how would they kill? It doesn't really make sense to me either. Yeah, and, and again, that's, maybe I'm missing. That's just what here. they were saying. They were funding. They were funding. They were funding a company that created these mosquitoes that then they released because it was a program that they were trying to st- stop the two point four billion like genetically modified mosquitoes were released. Someone's got to explain how that was supposed. to That's reduce. the point. Yeah. Why weren't why weren't the American people asked about it? Why weren't we said why why did why weren't people why do we have no say in this? So some billionaire just gets yeah, and then just do it. Freaking like, mosquitoes. Okay, I get the science behind it, for no reason. But then it's just like, oh, here, let's just do it. You're the guinea pigs again, just like you're the guinea pigs with you know the coup shot and everything. But like, so like the theory it is right. They release these mosquitoes, and then they either there's multiple different ways they can bite you whenever and then another mosquito that's not genetically modified bites you and then takes your blood boom you technically kill that or you know resistant to the malaria there or whatever or the modified mosquitoes mate with other you know female mosquitoes that aren't or vice versa that aren't modified and that can kill um, them off that way or change the proteins that would render the female like to carry the malaria disease or whatever disease they're looking at right so it's crazy kind of wish the internet didn't exist sometimes just everyone could go back to small towns like small like all big towns would be broken that's the way we need to live and we all just go how we need to live just along the 
the uh, United States. We all just go break out into small little towns. And we're all happy. Well, I think it should go back to like how the country was founded being it's 4th of July. It should go back to the states. The federal government should be just reduced down to a, the federal government should protect us in trade, protect our currency and protect our borders. Everything else should be regulated to a state standpoint. The states can run and make whatever choices they want. And then people are freely able to choose to go live in whatever states they want. Yep, everyone pays a state tax, and the, then the, the federal word, government gets a tax from each state. But it, and it's a very small amount to keep us to be it protect our borders, protect our. It was a Michael Savage language, border language, and culture. Those are the three things that we need to survive, and that's what they're there to protect. But like spending all this money across the world for democracies or whatever it is, it's fucking crazy. We would win if we just – let's spend all the money that they're spending everywhere else here and just protect ourselves and our border. And I know the world's going to go to shit, and that's the problem. It's wild, but man. That's I, what we got to do first. Because what it is is it's just it's just people that want – they they want to find a, a big demographic, and then they want to make extreme changes so that they can lock that demographic in forever. So you look at this right now, Supreme Court, the Supreme Court overturns or basically rules down for us paying off student loans, which in my brain, which is a great, it it should be 100 percent. Yeah. The fact that that's even a, a dividing issue blows my mind. Like you, no one had a gun to your head. No one told you that you had to go. You chose to go to school. You You chose to go to a certain school. You did it. And then you got you understood the school you were going to the tuition, all the tuition, all the tuition information is available before you write that check and you roll in that school. You know the school you're going to, and you also know the degrees that are available and you know the jobs that those degrees land. Okay. Everybody knows that if you go into a accounting background or some sort of like business background, I don't think people. People aren't taught that, that stuff. That could be true too. Or if you go to any sort of bachelor the, of science. STEM. It's all about yeah. STEM. Because you look at these bachelor of science degrees, for the most part, are all pretty good degrees where you can land a pretty decent paying job. But, you know, no offense to the bachelor of the arts here, but let's be real. There's not too many high paying jobs that come out of those degrees. There's just not. There might be one science, or two. Science, technology, engineering, and math. Those are all bachelor of right? science. And so it's just like you look at Bachelor those of Arts. Those are the only degrees that it should even be given at a u- institution. And there's so many ways to do college Maybe for cheap. More, where but... you could go to a community college for two years and get all your gen eds, and That's then what I you did. can transfer in. And now, I mean, you can do you can do a four year university all online. And but you know you Easy. don't get the college experience then. You don't get to be in a dorm. You don't get to freaking go out and get drunk every night and everything. I get it, but. Don't go out and get a degree that you know can only land a very low-paying job after you just took out $250,000 worth of loans and then want everyone else to pay for your mistake because we wouldn't do that for anyone who did the same thing if they wanted to go buy a house. Oh, shit, guys. I bought a house. Couldn't pay for the mortgage. I'm foreclosing. Hey, can you guys pay this house off for me, please? I made a really bad investment. Like, what are we doing here? That's what happened in 2008. That's 2008. That's what's happening again. And people don't, you know what? Another thing that I hate, I hate that it's not communicated of how amazing of an option going to trade school is. Like, I love it when you see the comparisons. 
a guy in trade schools making money at 18 years old. Yeah. These guys, zero debt, making six figures after their first few years in the trade. Um, you know, a lot of them will probably go Long up close. Some of them will probably open their own companies and businesses once they become master electricians or plumbers or whatever to where then they can even be making more and more money and they're never in debt. It's just one of those things where I don't think a lot of kids know that. They just are so brainwashed, it seems like, to be like, hey, once I have my high school diploma, I'm going right to college because that's what it says I'm supposed to do. I have no freaking idea what the hell I want to do, but I'm going to go there. Okay, and then once my freshman year, sophomore year hits, I'm going to ask, hey, what's the easiest uh, major I can do here? That Which one doesn't have any tests? Which one's that? Oh, shit. Okay, well, I'm going to go do a freaking philosophy degree. Or something along yeah. those lines where it's like, you know what? If you want to actually do that and be a psychiatrist or whatever it is, that's totally fine. But everybody knows that those careers right off the bat don't quite make a lot of money. And you're taking out huge loans because like, let's say to be a psychiatrist, I think you have to go get your 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 master's at least. I don't think you can open up your own practice oh, or anything easy. with just a bachelor's. Yeah, it's wild, man. So it's weird to me that that's such a huge thing of that and then the affirmative action deal. Like, I don't have the numbers on it's that, such but from a what joke. I was that told, just proves, it just proves how bad college is now. College is meant, it's indoctrination centers. And in a smart, like, smart people still go to college and get degrees and can fight the indoctrination, but that's all those, those smaller degrees are for is purely indoctrination. It's like a political science degree. What is that actually? Right. To where like if you if you need that on a resume because your your goal is to get into politics and whether you're going to start in like the city level or whatever it might be, fine. If that adds to your because it does sound good if you're going for office. But yeah, a lot of people don't. They get these degrees and they don't do anything that's even related to the degree because then they realize that there's no money in it. Well, fuck, I better get into sales or something because at least I can you know make some money over there. And now you have these massive loans you're paying off and you might be making 30, 35,000 coming out of college with some of those degrees. Yeah. You it's like, can't do it. You, you ain't paying a dent on it. And when, by the time you're making enough money, nope. you've already accrued so much interest on those debts that you owe even more than you owed them when you got out. Yep. It's a trap. It's, uh, with this in, stuff, man. It's, it's slight. It's, it's modern day slavery is what it is. Cause then those people, how do those what what are those people gonna do? How do you get out of it? They're stuck. Can't, they can't. Uh, what are you gonna do? Pay another? I think the only way you get out of it, go back to school to get a degree in engineering or something. Right. I think the only way you get out of it is you dying. That yeah, go to Canada. I think that's it's what it. they're that's what they like to do now. Canada's and started doing um like uh. People can kill themselves if they want in Canada now. I saw that. We should say that for shower shower thoughts next week. Uh, it, Canada. It's weird. Look at France. How about France? Have you was seen that, that over an uh, officer-involved shooting again? No, it, it's over terrible, terrible government. Oh, they're... they're and you're telling me all conquered. those... Did you see some of those videos? And all the it, refugees are now just... Fucking, oh, it's wild. But some of those videos, these it's guys Civil have, War in have unreal, Already. like, so have these automatic weapons. And, oh, I don't know this other guy. They're actually, like, moving as a unit. I think some of those are just, you know, they got placed there. There's no way these are just regular people that are protesting. Yeah. That's all it is. Look who's coming across our border right now. 
It's not like all the women and children came years ago. Now it's just men our age from all different countries across the world just flowing into our country. What are they coming here for? The same shit. Europe's five to ten years ahead of us, even if not quicker. And that's it. France is it's crazy. Because our politicians have sold us out and have allowed it to happen. Because our politicians aren't American. They don't care. The government that's supposed to protect us has failed us and allowed it to happen. Another another shout out to the president's kids snorting cocaine in the fucking... We'll say these Jack Carr books are... I'm so, so thankful that you guys got me on Spot on. Um, trying for years. Yeah, they, that guy, that guy, his writing about who James Reese is is truly inspiring. Like, it's like, okay, guy, yeah, this he's, is the man. He's you a great author. I'm actually, uh, I'm doing Gunmetal Gray, different, you know, but that's what another shower recommended. Um, did you start it? Uh, yep. Did you start it? Oh, did it start quick? Oh yeah. Is is that your first? Is that your first? No, grade I read another one. He told me to. And then Mark Mark Greeny's got a ton of books too. We got to get on. He's awesome. He's he's as good as Carr. I love him just as much. I think now that I've listened to about the same number of books. When you listen to these Clancy types of books, too. I always know it's a good author when I'm reading a book. And when I'm reading that book, I start to visualize like what actor actress would like play this character perfect. Now, I know with the Jack Carr books, it's hard because Chris Pratt is already taking that. Man. Would you have, would you have cast it? If you, if you could cast anybody else, would you have cast anyone no, different I love for that Chris role? Pratt. He is the man. Nope. I don't think I would Pratt's either. That's perfect. I love it yeah. so He's much. I don't think there's anyone else I would That's prefer over him. That's a weird story how it happened. It's a crazy story. So What is it? Do you I, know it? Uh, how I, I don't know. I would have to look it up mm. to know it truly, but it was like a friend of Pratt's car and this guy might've been another Navy seal that were buddies were hanging out and car gave him is like the first, the terminal list her, uh, and gave him the first book and said, here, read this. Let me know what you think. And he read it. And then said, gave it back or whatever, gave it to Pratt and said, here, what do you think? And it got hooked up that way. It's a crazy I it. story, I love actually. It. He's told it a few times. What, it's so good. Okay. What if Gerard Butler in his 300 prime stage? I, that'd be pretty good. But I think just just Pratt has that, you know, like the, that's, I don't know where to say it, just because I've seen it now, like, I don't know, the, as a team guy, you know, or he can even be like this, you know, international agent kind of thing going on. Because he hangs out, he hangs out with them all the time. He's always hanging out with those guys. Pratt's such a good conservative Christian guy that just does like, what a guy. He's perfect. I don't he's think a uh, great, maybe a great actor like... and he's good for that monster guys you know what i mean like i don't think for the most part like you wouldn't see they can't like, be they yeah can't they be. can't be because you look at them like you like you look at like a jocko williams now or you look at david goggins and some of the other seals where you're just like they they're very fit by 100 no doubt about it like very muscular fit but they would never be like you couldn't actually oh, cast legit cast and top put, like, percentile Dwayne. yeah you couldn't put the rock in there yeah no. where it's like 
They're like they're like middle middleweight MMA fighters, middleweight MMA fighters, but even more physically crazy. I mean, those guys are the best, but the, the seals they take—it's the highest level of the. It's incredible what those guys do. Yeah, I don't think anyone but Chris Pratt fits that role. You know, I will say the reporter, her name's Kim, correct? Yep. I envision her being more of like a Blake Lively. Yeah, the the one that they used. The way that yeah, I was. Her. I think we had this conversation. I was not happy that they casted that. That was not anywhere. Yeah, near. no. I don't know. They tweeted out new one or a new yeah, show well, coming out soon too. I well new a new season or a new show. Yeah, new season. Oh sweet! Yeah, I got caught too. up. All right, gents, let's call it a night. Pleasure as always talk with you. I love talking a little golf with you. I promise you, I'm going to get better. I say we start getting some golf content out there. Um, you know, suck. Rest in peace for the guy who who lost his life to a black bear. Hope the scum of the earth that poached that elk are found and uh, pray for a fast recovery for the man that was attacked by a moose. Gentlemen, have a great night. We'll talk next week. See you, boys. Peace.